Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to the News Grubs, the podcast that doesn't ask you to think too much. AP and Fish are here as usual and I'm Scotto. Hi guys. Hey, hey Scotto. This week, Facebook's daily activity has fallen. What does that mean? I've got no idea. What's going on at Hooters with tips? I say tips, T-I-P-S. The Queen has reigned for 70 years, but what's happened as part of the celebrations? And whatever happened to, or what, sorry, has happened to uh, the John Andrew Perello painting? But first up, what's going on with the International Space Station? Fishy, I've got, it's bad news. It's bad news, and uh, it'll continue its operations until about 2030, mm-hmm. uh, before heading for apparently a watery grave at the most remote point in the Pacific, uh, oh. NASA has now confirmed. Oh, I've heard now, this before. Now, more than 30 years ago, you'll recall, after its uh, 1998 launch, mm-hmm. the IIS, as it's called, mm-hmm. will be deorbited in January of 2031, which is interesting because I don't know whether I'm living in a fantasy world or not. You'll, you'll need to help me here, Scott O. Right. Wasn't the whole purpose of the International Space Station was for uh, the participating countries who built the various components Mm -hmm. would be adding on bits and pieces like a a huge Lego project. So the station would become this huge place for uh, astronauts to live on, Mm -hmm. experiments to be made and had. Uh, and now the thing's about to fall into the ocean. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was originally designed to, uh, or based on the uh, 1969 movie uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. You might remember in that the big curved uh, thing uh, that was uh, off, uh, off the planet. Uh, it was originally supposed to be like that. But of course, what they didn't factor in was 1990s computer technology. They didn't think there was any such thing as, as a, um, a solid-state drive to run the computer. So everything up there is all clapped out old, you know, uh, 286 computers and maybe a 386 on a good day if it's been replaced uh, with a, um, a clapped out old poxy hard drive. And they just never factored it in. And so it's so expensive to keep it up there. Uh, they've got to go, oh, no, time to get rid of it. Well, you say keep it up there, Scott. Mm-hmm. I've done a bit of that. I was curious about the term which is in inverted commas in this article de- or it's going to be deorbited de- yes, de-orbited, yes. All right. I looked a few things up here okay I love it when you get a technical how do satellites stay in orbit satellites are stay in orbit around the planet because they're locked into speeds that are fast enough to defeat the downward pull of gravity mm-hmm. they're sent to space by a rocket launched from the ground obviously once the rocket reaches its determined location it drops into orbit the initial speed of the satellite maintained as it detaches from the launch vehicle is enough to keep a satellite on orbit for hundreds of years. Right. So this uh, this parking lot that they've got up near Nemo or whatever. Uh, that's the splashdown point, by the way. Splashdown point. Right. It's got uh, spaceships that have been dropped in there by a couple of different countries. Mm-hmm. And uh, my question is, why? Why do they have to bring them back to Earth? Why, why don't they uh, keep a little bit of fuel charge or a little bit of whatever it takes to ignite and whack it off out to some, you know, some other you know, deep space nine sort of 
scenario. Oh, send it to the sun. Send it in there. It'll burn up on the orientry. But the other question is, from this article I've just looked up, mm-hmm. um, why, why not leave it there? They, they might decide. There's, there's a fair investment that's gone into this this little fellow. But the like, problem is, AP, is if, if they're going to start leaving it there, everyone will start leaving their junk there. And as you may have read, uh, Steve Wozniak and uh, his partner uh, <coughs> who used to work at Apple on the Macintoshes formed a company called Privateer. Right. That's privateer.com. Mm-hmm. And um, the, their mission is to clean up space junk because it's posing a problem. Right. A big problem. It's posing a problem for uh, uh, other spacecraft taking off. It's posing a problem for satellites that are uh, in low Earth orbit that might collide with the space junk and then renders them as space junk. It's a serious problem. Oh, it's a massive problem. I think I think it's got to come down. And I thought, I mean, I, I only did high school uh, physics, but I thought that, um, as you said, uh, satellites uh, uh, or, or objects that become a satellite effectively around the Earth keep going around the Earth uh, for a period of time. I didn't realise it was hundreds of years because I thought the application of Kepler's law would eventually pull it back down to Earth and it would it slowly start, its orbit would slowly start to decay yes. and then start coming down. Isn't that what happened to yeah. S- Skylab? Skylab, yeah. And, and, and it fell on us. I thought it, that as well, but it says here, satellites do carry their own fuel supply, but unlike how a car uses gas, it is not needed to maintain speed for orbit. It is reserved for changing orbit or avoiding collision with debris. Right. But I guess that must eventually run out because there's that much crap up there. It's going to you know, bump well, into things the, all uh, over the place. Uh, the the uh, Skylink, uh, which is Lionel Musk's uh, satellite network to provide internet, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> those um, satellites are about the size of a bread box. Yes. And they, I forget what the uh, uh, age of the satellite has to be before they start decaying and coming Not very many. About three years, I Three think, or five years, I think. But they're only in a very low orbit. They're, they're like barely even, you know, in the term space uh, with reference to um, the Branson fellow. What's his name? Richard Branson. Yeah, but they still go around on uh, around the Earth basically on their own steam. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and they also have little, little motors or little, uh, what do they call those things that... Uh, squirt gas and uh, adjust their orbit rocket motors yeah motors yeah yeah but i think with um where ap's ones most of those big satellites they're at a geosynchronous orbit of about twenty-two thousand eight hundred and sixty-two kilometers four miles is that just off the top of your head yeah basically um from uh, from the surface of the planet whereas the uh, space station's only a couple hundred miles you know it's like pop up there for a cup of coffee in february 2009 this first known instance, two communication satellites, one American, one Russian, collided in space. <gasps> Believe first time two man-made satellites have collided accidentally. Jeez. Oh. And I've I seen the movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that movie uh, Gravity with uh, Sandra Bullock and um, the other bloke, whose name escapes me. Oh, George Clooney. Uh, that's, George Clooney. That was the pr- uh, premise of that movie. There was a space junk collision and it just buggered everything. Oh, sorry, I got distracted because I thought the premise of that movie was to make sure you cut a deal to get a percentage of 
Gro- net profit. A great, no, gross, gross profit. profit. No. <laughs> yeah. The other way around. Other way around, yeah. She made 70 million, didn't she? Yeah, she, she did do quite well out of that, to be honest. But that wasn't the entire point of the movie. You don't just make a movie to get a percentage. Well, I suppose if you're an actor, you probably do, really. <laughs> yeah, um, coming back to getting away from your current topic just for a second. Oh, if we, uh, if we must. The geostationary operational environmental satellite, GOES, uh, was placed in orbit in uh, on June 16, 1978. In 2016, after 38 years and a second life as a communications satellite, mm-hmm. Uh, the GOES-3, one of the oldest continually operating satellites in orbit, made history again when it reached the end of its life and completed the de- decommissioning process on June 29, when it was carefully placed into a graveyard orbit. Oh! So they do have those. But uh, this is something that obviously uh, Steve Wozniak and his partner uh, are looking to avoid because uh, I think uh, history is uh, going to show that uh, we're, we're going to have uh, networks uh, they're already planned, uh, yes. and uh, those networks will be small satellites, relatively lightweight, defenseless, and uh, able to be damaged um, with you know not not too much of a collision. With a spit gun, I think most yeah most collisions in space would be uh, detrimental to the operation of any satellite. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, so there you go. So there is such thing as a graveyard orbit, uh, but the. Um, the, the idea of this uh, big fella, the International Space Station, uh, is, uh, what do they say, it's the size of a football field, I think. It's pretty big, yeah. And uh, so there's something that, uh, as you guys rightly pointed out, you probably don't want just wandering around up there. I like, uh, I like the idea uh, of uh, sending it all to the sun, as, as was previously mentioned. Oh, so, so we're going to just dump our rubbish. Isn't that just typical of the well, human race? You just nature- want to dump your rubbish somewhere else. No, you're not dumping it. It's nature's furnace. Well, is it? Who, we don't know. If we, if we fired in things into there, it might upset the balance of something and then we're buggered. Mm. Yeah, no, I think much better to drop it down. I mean, they've done it before with Skylab, as you rightly pointed out, and, uh, and the um, the Russian one as well. It came down. The Chinese one eventually will. Uh, let's just hope this time it, um, it actually doesn't land on uh, somebody's head in Western Australia like Skylab did all those years ago. Now, uh, we all know that the royals are big business in more than one way. Indeed. And uh, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee is imminent. And uh, it is a big money-making exercise for a lot of people. Souvenirs and that type of thing. Sucking off her Queen's teeth. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, well, Scott, what can you do? A Chinese manufacturer Mm -hmm. made 10,800 teacups mugs and plates to make the Queen's 70-year, or to commemorate the mark, the, uh, the Queen's 70-year reign. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a problem. Oh, dear. It's the inscription. Oh, I know where you're going to go with this. Now, there's a, a shot of the Queen. That's done quite tastefully. It's nice. It's clear. It's, we can recognise her as the Queen. And below that picture of Her Majesty are the words. Mm-hmm. To commemorate the platinum jubilee. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Of the of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. He see he hasn't translated it properly. <laughs> Chinese, and no offence to the Chinese, but they don't always translate from the English 
to the Chinese, back to the English, no. necessarily correctly. Yes. And there's numerous examples on the internet. I'm not going to bother to go into them because there's that many of them. Um, but that is just the classic example mistake. of it. Yeah. And we've got to assume here that uh, this was an unauthorised uh, article to be made because oh. normally you get a warrant, don't you, from the... Oh, not, not, for, not for Jubilee things like this, no. No, every, no, every brother and his dog's making this stuff. Oh, well, I mean, somebody like Waterford or um, or uh, that other China company in, in mother country, Britain, would, um, you know, they might be an official one. Uh, yeah. But it wouldn't necessarily mean that they, they, de- they wouldn't have a royal warrant necessarily. My Lady Di collection mm-hmm. does need a bit of a freshen up, and I was, I was really looking forward to the Jubilee of the Queen. Right. The uh, Jubilee. The jubbly. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't expecting a jubbly. Well, a jubbly. The word jubbly. That's a, that's interesting, isn't it in itself? Because it has. Uh, I think it's it's an English uh, slang. Jubblies. To uh, uh, to describe breasts. Well, it certainly used to be. It is now. That is, well, I'm pretty sure it still is. There. I think we've revived it. Oh, I would like to hope so. But uh, so yeah, the Queen's so, jubblies. And I was looking for. <laughs> So I was looking Without, forward to that with article. With due respect, of course. With very res- due respect. Yes. Yes. So uh, you were looking forward to uh, adding this to your collection of uh, Lady Di paraphernalia? I was going to put the Lady Di paraphernalia in boxes and just put it away. Right, no, probably best. Yeah. I, I would, she's, had a good, she's had a good run. She has had a good run, been dead for 30 years. Uh, you might want to look uh, back across that, though, because it might be that some of that has uh, possibly been spelt incorrectly um, or Ooh. described incorrectly. Yeah. And therefore, uh, um, you know, it might be worth extra extra money. One uh, of the uh, one of the teacups had Lady Die. Oh well, there you go. See, yeah. I rest my case. That's probably worth a fortune nowadays. I've noticed that uh, I've seen them on the television where um, there's uh, real monarchists that have got uh, just their entire house full oh. of this sort of crap. Oh, yeah. this I, sort I, of um, I'm not like merchandise. I'm not like that. No, no, not no, at I've all. just got a room. Just just one room. Sure, it's one the room. size. Size of um, a warehouse, the, the dining room. Yeah, basically. Uh, there's a company called uh, Wholesale Clearance UK, which sells un, uh, unwanted stock in bulk, and it's picked up the collection. Uh, and apparently, you can buy it, um, the whole thing, for thirty-two thousand four hundred pounds. You know, that, that's not a bad investment. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Given the inference of the misspelling of her majesty's jubblies yes right which, which is a colloquial slang of english people for breasts yes boobies i think someday because of their rarity ten thousand of them right roughly yes. yeah worldwide yeah. i think that would be uh, worth a lot of money down the track well maybe we should take up a collection and go and buy it you can see it at a, in a future episode of that antique show you know, where people you know you're their, right. I can actually. You can, can't you? I can actually see it, that. You know, in, in, say, 100 years, 80 years' time, someone takes it and they go, and then they're evaluating it saying, yes, this was commemorating the the uh, Jubilee year of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And, oh, dear, yes, the controversy now. Yes, I so remember. It all comes this. back to me, yes. Yes, jubilee. Yes. And it, I wonder if it'll affect the value of it if uh, she actually... Um, what's a nice way of saying it? Pops her clogs in in the year of the celebration. Oh, fall well, off the perch. D- doesn't uh, 
doesn't anything to do with any celebrity uh, go up in value when they die? Exactly. Yes. yes. Normally. So even the 30, it could, it could double just in the event yeah. that Her Majesty does in fact fall off the perch. Well, you know, the, we know f- for a fact that misprinted stamps, misprinted uh, uh, dollar notes, particularly American ones, mm. um, and um, uh, and also coins, mis- misstamped coins, are worth more generally. That's true. Than the uh, original coin. That is true. Wow. So, um, uh, what's the name of the company again? Uh, Wholesale Clearance uh, UK could be on to an enormous winner. Now, you realise when you're in America that um, hospitality staff rely on tips to make their living because the average wage is worth a pinch of goat's knob. I feel sorry for them, you know. I really do. Well, yes and no. Fishy, to be honest, because um, the current, or what I believe to be the current uh, recommended uh, tip rate is somewhere between 20 and 30% of your bill. Wow. Um, so it's, and they usually have a little thing on the bottom of it to save you doing the calculation, you know, 20%, 25% or 30%. I remember the days when it was, I believe, 15%. Oh, I remember when it was 5%. But, of course, as an Australian, I took no notice of that at all anyway because we don't do tipping in this country. Because we pay our staff well. Well, there is that as well. Well, a Hooters Hooters waitress, I should say, has been accused of lacking uh, uh, gratuity, lack of gratuity gratitude. God, try saying that in a rush. Um, What's happened is uh, she was on uh, TikTok, of course, of course. (sighs) God, bloody TikTok. Uh, having a bit of a whinge uh, about the amount of money she received from various uh, customers uh, during her four-hour, count them, one, two, three, four, four-hour shift. She said, my first table, I got $50. Now, I don't know what the bill actually was, but it's Hooters. Um, I'm, you know, it's not that expensive to eat in a Hooters store. No, I, I, you know, no, and, and I don't know. Maybe there was like fifty people there, or and they all chipped in a dollar. I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, which was nice, she said. Uh, so that was a good start. The second table, she got eleven uh, as she rolls her eyes on the TikTok video. Third table got twenty. Uh, then I got ten from a really old couple. But whatever, whatever. Hang on a minute. Yes. Hang on a minute. yes. An old couple. Yes. In Hooters. Yeah, I go to Hooters. Well, I would if I had one around me. I don't know where but, there is one. But, but Scott, I, it's a couple. Well, yeah, the Jeff and I could go there. Well, she'd probably punch me in the okay. head if I took her there. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the point. Right, I see you're where you're going. Feel, you're not going to feel very comfortable, are you? You'd be scared to look. Well, but she's discriminating. Yeah, yeah, she, she is. is. You're not allowed to uh, mention. It's just a couple, you know, and, and even then. But she probably should just refer to them as two people. Gave me ten dollars, old and couple. It's inappropriate now to no fair call modern day and age. Well, uh, yeah, but we don't know what sort of a couple it was. That's true, but we, they were old. She well, said they were old. And yeah, but uh, to her, you, probably twenty five is old. Of them, now uh, I'm having a look at her. Yep, her little TikTok thing. There, her arms folded and everything. Yeah, and her arms are folded over what I could only describe as potentially the bare minimum assets. To work at a Hooters in the first place. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? 
Yes. You would have thought so. If she's going to discriminate against the old couple, I'm going to call her out for probably potentially not being Hooters material in the first place. Well, she's wearing the official uniform. Maybe she's got a great bum uh, because they're wearing those new shorts um, that are much smaller and tighter. Maybe she's got a very nice bottom. So in about a four-hour period, yep. she, she made more than $500, right? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, um, it says uh, in her video uh, alongside her scantily clad co-worker, she beamed and boasted that she had uh, included a $100 tip bill from a single guy. I bet she wasn't expecting uh, to get that, and she's really surprised and can't understand. She just thought it was great service. Yes. And a massive $300 uh, Venmo deposit. From one of her regulars, I have no idea what that is, what a Venmo deposit is, but it, basically it it's might, a $300 it, tip. It, it might be a, a payment uh, service. Could be, something like yeah, that. Venmo probably. Oh, it might I'll, be something to do with the um, the TikToky thing or one of those sort of things. Could be, yeah. yeah. some streaming service or something. Um, but, uh, uh, all right, y'all, this one made me mad, but it's whatever. They left me $10, wrote on the bill, scribbled it out, and wrote far dollar when I walked away. Wow. Yeah. And that's what she's bitching about. She walked away and rolled her eyes. Yeah. And she, it was her fault that 10 went down to five. Probably. Probably. But she's been, um, scolded. Well, by two people anyway. Not being, uh, not you being ungrateful for five or ten dollars. Scold one commentator, uh, and then you roll your eyes at ten when you literally didn't do anything, except swan round in your uh, Hooters outfit. That's I don't know. It's... And putting up with people yelling out, "Show us your service!" Exactly, exactly. One of her, one of her supporters has espoused. Oh, I use the term. Mm-hmm. That it's not the same as a regular serving job to work at Hooters. You have to spend money to make money. Well, that's fair. Presumably citing the beauty and body upkeep expenses Hooters waitresses might incur. Well, she hasn't spent anything on silicon. If she has, she needs to be. Well, she's on TikTok, so she's a narcissist. Yes. That's right. Uh, she, uh, in a separate show, clip, she says the maintenance so, thing's not an issue. Yeah, she says to her haters, so obviously there is a few. I'd imagine there would be. Uh, I don't just make money from Hooters and rely on men for money. Does that mean she doesn't rely on men for money as well? That's that's how the I inference, it. isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So she's probably well, actually getting a fair bit from her video collection, I imagine. Yeah, she's a full-time student and works as a paid social media influencer. Ah, oh, well. There you and go. as a sales rep for there an employment. So she's got the money pouring in, and she earns seven hundred and fifty dollars almost Australian. In a four-hour shift, that means, theoretically, $1,500 for a full eight hours on the job. Yes. And she's still not happy. Yeah, she's not happy. Well, I don't she doesn't think. even have to put out. I don't have any sympathy for her at all. No, I've got none. Zero. I'm not even going to look at the TikTok video just to check her out on principle now. I'm with you. No. Gone. Now, recently, the stock price of uh, Facebook, Meta, a.k.a. Meta, oh, sorry, copped a shellacking, as we know, mm-hmm. because they announced roughly at that same time <clears throat> that their um, uh, number of subscribers had, in fact, not, ha- not had it not grown, but it had diminished a bit. That's the true. first time in 18 years this this has ever happened. There's been no growth. So the DAU's dropped. 
Yes. Now, I don't know whether most people probably don't actually understand that technical jargon of um, using letters instead of actual words, but that's daily active users, by the way. Thank you. And uh, thank you for helping the moron. Oh, I'm, I try to help the moron. I mean, there's a couple out there. Yeah. Now, some commentators are saying, oh, this is the, you know, the death knell of Facebook. It's the end. Uh, the sky's falling in. God, you could only hope. Look, I think it's probably right. Now, I'm not giving financial advice, obviously. I don't want to scare people off, but I think it's kind of right. Because when you think about it, a name change from a brand that you've taken 18 years to build up is a stupid move when you think about it. Yes, but do, do people really still think of it as meta, though? Like, I don't. I still call it Facebook. Uh, well, Facebook, sorry. Obviously, Facebook slash Meta want you to think of them as Meta, not Facebook. That's a good point. Right, so they're spending a great deal of money uh, to get people to change their <clears throat> focus now on Meta. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, have you had a look at the Meta logo? Um, I've probably seen it, but it wouldn't sort of leap out at me. It, it looks like a, um, a gaming console. Oh, well, that's probably why, because that's where they're heading with all this yeah. virtual reality stuff. It also looks like an M. Oh, for Mark. For Meta. Oh, right, sorry. They could, have, they could have taken the actual M out of Meta and just replaced it with the swirly blue logo. Well, they probably did, and somebody probably got paid $20 million to think of that. We could have there done it go. for them for free. Uh, but it's, um, it's sales growth has been hurt because it's the second biggest digital uh, advertising platform after Google, of course, yeah. uh, has been hurt by the fact that younger users have left it for its rivals. I wonder how long or how much research they had to work, uh, do to work that out. That's been going for years. Of course the it younger is. users, in fact, Facebook started to become the older person's social media platform Correct. about five years ago. At least five years ago. Yeah, at least five years ago. And the younger people were leaving in droves and they were going to Instagram and other places and of course TikTok, TikTok now and, and whatever. And of course, uh, Facebook bought uh, Instagram to try and uh, alleviate the uh, decline. Yeah. 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 But that's cannibalising, basically, your own business. Yes. What they should have done is shut it down. Yes. Buy it, shut it down. That would have made more uh, sense. And, and then, then the revenues go back to the parent company, so yeah. they're just presenting as two two fronts. There are uh, industries in my, uh, my area of daytime expertise uh, operating four different brands in Australia. It's one, one multinational offshore company. Oh, I hate that. Maintaining four brands in Australia, but the revenue just all finds its way back into the um, the one main. But sometimes, like uh, TPG, for example, they bought four or five internet service providers, mm -hmm. who or, which uh, originally all the providers were pitching for the same type of customer. Mm -hmm. So that's silly. That's it's uh, what they should have done is buy the four or five, shut them down move all the customers to your best one that's functioning better and then just uh, don't cannibalise yourself. No, nah, because then somebody else is going to come along, some other, you know, upstart, start a whole new internet service providing company and steal some of those customers back. Whereas it looks like now with the extra ones, there's competition out there and, I'll, and you know, I as a customer, I'm going to go, um, oh, I better go with that one because they've got better reviews than that one. Not, not realising that it's owned by the Absolutely same Absolutely no company. idea, and they probably right. don't care. So, uh, 
Otherwise, yeah. then, as I say, somebody had come along and you, you go, know, why don't you come over here? Oh, okay. You, you know, oh, thank you for the voice. Pleasure. Uh, you, know, you know how sometimes we refer to the listener or some, some listeners as the moron? Yes. Were you trying to... think it's to, offensive? No, I don't, no, I don't think so <laughs> right. at all. But I, I got scared then when I heard you do that voice and right. talk the way you did. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's frightening. Is do it? you, uh, when you go into a shop, yeah. To, to ask a question. Do yeah. You, is that your browsing voice? Is that where you ask, you approach the sales assistant uh, with that uh, sort of... Only when I go into technical logical shops. Okay. I go in um, there. And go, that's very hey. Some uh, warm water and dilute uh, some, of, some of this. Other, other companies, including Twitter, uh, Snap, that we obviously don't call it Snapchat anymore. Oh, okay. And uh, Pinterest, I hate the, Pinterest. The, bane, the bane of social media. Um, all, all the share prices fell across the board for those companies as well in extended trading. Yes. Uh, so that that's one aspect of it. Uh, and the other thing is uh, that Meta investing significant funds into their video arm to compete with uh, ByteDance, who, of course, what owns... What the TikTok. hell's ByteDance? ByteDance is the big Chinese conglomerate that actually own TikTok. Oh, right. Okay. Um and so they're, they're investing to compete with them. And let's face it, uh, Zuckerberg and co, uh, Meta, have significant uh, capital. That's true. Time yeah, oh, yeah. to uh, build new platforms. Um, yeah. You'd imagine that uh, ByteDance, uh, they're saying uh, Chinese tech giant. I mean, I, don't, I haven't done any background uh, research on ByteDance before the show, but mm-hmm. you'd have to think that, Facebook could uh, take a long-term view of their investments, yes, and and have taken into account uh, rising competition from other platforms. Mm-hmm. As uh, as you guys said before, bought out Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, so it now you know comes under the same parent company. Um, I I think they're fine. I, it, I think you think they're all right. Storming a teacup. I mean, I as you said before, uh, Scotto, you could only pray. That it was the beginning of the end, and yeah. I have no, uh, no, neither shares in Facebook nor any great amount of time for the organisation. Uh, I tolerate it. Um, I mean, we, you know, I, I have a presence on there. My, my businesses have presences on there uh, out of necessity, not mm. because I want to. So you're saying they're basically too big to fail. Uh, well, Ooh, gutsy, gutsy. Yeah, yes, I, I would think unless there was some monumental stupidity about to be exercised. Because can I, can I just too big to fail. Can I just add this? Because there's been um, suggestion uh, uh, by some governments around the world. I think Australia being one of them, mm-hmm. that uh, Facebook should be broken up. Yes, because it's become uh, same with Google. Yeah, because it's become simply too powerful. Mm-hmm. Now think think about back about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone said to you, "Oh, look, the the, the share price is going to lose, a, you know, about twenty six percent overnight," yeah, you wouldn't believe it in a second because it's again, it's, it's it's they're too big to fail. If you want to call that a failure, and I call it a failure. Oh, so do you I. Lo- you lose a quarter of your value overnight. Something's gone wrong, and if on the following day, uh, it the situation hasn't improved at all, 
uh, I'd be very, very worried. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting stockbrokers to be starting to leap out of windows before yeah. that. And, and, and the other thing is, the timing can't be a coincidence about changing their name. It can't be a coincidence uh, in terms of creating the environment of an unstable um, corporation. Mm. Um, you've had them weather the. They've had. They've weathered the storm through congressional inquiries, uh, and uh, weathered the storm of uh, court cases where they've been sued, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's going to continue. I mm-hmm. think Twiggy Forrest, He's Andrew suing Forrest, them? the billionaire, is suing them both in the uh, criminal jurisdiction as well as the civil jurisdiction for uh, money laundering. Yes. In the sen- in the sense that uh, they allowed an advertiser to earn money falsely by using Twiggy Forrest's image to promote a cryptocurrency product, and then kept the money. Obtained by deception, profit. Yeah, they profit profited from, from the crime. proceeds of crime. Exactly. So, so that, that's going to be the beginning, I think, uh, of a lot of litigation uh, in the future. I, I think, and also. Uh, Facebook demonstrated from the very outset that they disrespected the laws of certain countries and they just did what they wanted to do. And then later, until they were pushed, they they didn't want to change. So later they started implementing policies to to look after um, the areas of complaint. And it just shows you they're not a good corporate citizen, well, in my view, anyway. I'll tell you but what it does show. One, and I think that they've got legal teams that have sat and worked through these scenarios time after time, including reviewing them from one mm-hmm. year to the next. I reckon they're ready for this. They've been copping it up the Hershey Highway recently <laughs> for various things. And I reckon they've said, while we're down, we might as well announce a drop in um, the daily whatevers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I reckon it's going to trigger uh, people to say Facebook shares are down. I'm going to buy some. It could well do, but so I don't. I don't so I'm no fan of these people, but I reckon I reckon there's going to be uh, people jumping in now and uh, and getting uh, getting into it where they previously didn't feel yes, like or yes. the share price. I reckon it's going to be buoyed by a raft of people uh, throwing money in. Highly likely. And it, nothing uh, has really changed in over 100 or 200 years because uh, as what you were just saying, Fishy, about their, the legality of their um, and the morality of their system is exactly what um, the biggest corporations uh, in America uh, were doing a century ago. Yeah, except in those days they called it Ye Old Book of Faces. Well, yes, they did. Uh, and he was a robber baron. And until we get another Teddy Roosevelt in the uh, White House, instead of Uncle Sleepy Joe, it's probably not going to happen. I don't know how many art exhibitions you two boys have been to. Spend all my life at them. Do you really? No. <laughs> Uh, a couple from South Korea made the mistake of a lifetime when they spent their Sunday at the Lottie World Mall in Seoul, spotted an eye-catching painting in the street noise exhibit, and assumed that the paint buckets and brushes lying below the artwork was an invitation to collaborate. Oh, well, I up the, the brushes and added a few strokes of their own, ruining a $440,000 John Andrew Parello painting uh, how could they how could they tell it was ruined well i yeah i must admit i'm looking at the photo and i think that caused four hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of improvements to it 
Uh, didn't have enough black in it in the first place. So I, 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 I'm actually trying to find their email address to you know, send them a compliment. Absolutely. I, I, it looks to me, I don't know whether you've ever seen the drop sheet of a, of a painter. Uh, yes. You know, where they lay them on over the furniture, the ground and everything else, and then yeah. they paint. And any decent painter's had the same drop sheet for, you know, 10 or 15 years. And yeah. it looks exactly the same as what's in that picture. Yeah, yeah. And I must admit, in, in their defence, uh, as I look at the picture, unless that little um, yellow thing um, that the woman standing next to says, do not touch this painting uh, under the uh, threat of death, I would think that... Um, with all the pots and things there, I, I, I'd, I'd do the same thing too. But that's a nanny state thing. You yeah, know, that's, that, that's, that's again, you know, that's what people complain when they, they come to Australia and they say, oh, you've got signs everywhere to say, don't do this or you must do this. Good point. Yeah. It's a nanny state. True, that is so true. Which do I we object really to. have to have signs and things for everyone? I mean, really, when you walk past a construction site and you see one of those, those jackhammers there, mm-hmm. do you go and pick it up and, and help yourself to to, uh, to to drill the construction site? Well, I did when I was about was... 11. <laughs> yes. When they were putting the um, sewer line at the back of um, where I lived at the time, they'd um, oh, leave all their stuff there and then my mates and I... But you were 11. Yes, right. that's true. These people are grown adults with jobs. Well, I'd probably something. do it now, in fairness, just for the hell of it. But they've finished that job. But why... Why? I mean, there are there are things... I mean, I've spent a part of my, part of my working life uh, making things that are don't that are not supposed to to uh, appear as they function. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I make covert products and various other things. If you had a display that included open cans of paint, surely you would colour some epoxy, put it in the paint tin, let it dry, so it looked like shiny wet paint. Correct. Nobody actually puts a working display there with actual wet paint in wet can- paint. Yeah. Maybe what he just popped off for a cup of tea. He wasn't there. He wasn't oh, okay. there. Fair enough. He, uh, John Andrew Porello, the uh, famous for his street art, mm-hmm. uh, who goes by the the uh, the handle John One, Does has he? decided not to respond to the incident. So he's not responding uh, at well at the time, which um, uh, means uh, that he doesn't he doesn't want to comment. He's not going to get involved. He's not going to. Doesn't care, yeah, basically. Prosecute them or whatever. So it's actually the authorities that have taken it further from the security footage. Oh. Did uh, they get into trouble? Well, they got arrested because of this. They they were found uh, by security footage. Did they? Did they? Are they? You know? Did they go to the big house or something? Oh they were no! Interviewed they, by police. Interviewed by police yeah, and yeah, decided so, not to press any charges. Well, I mean, there was no mens rea. Oh. There's no criminal intent. They just thought because they're dumb. They're I, love dumb get, I love it when you get legal. The uh, the uh, they just thought it was an audience participation type thing. Now, what's helped that is Perello's painting was one of the only one in the ones in the gallery without a frame due to its size, right. measuring twenty two by uh, almost eight feet. Um, it certainly draws the eye, um, but it, it and the, but the tools underneath it that gave these people the impression. You know the unframed artwork yep. with the uh, the paints and consumables underneath it. Yeah, uh, they genuinely thought that it was uh, for them to have a crack. And this, and I'm with you. I would have done too. This reminds me of a uh, a story that uh, uh, came up well, a few years back now mm-hmm. of uh, a museum in the Bay Area of um, San Francisco. Right. Where uh, a young fellow, seventeen year old fellow, just uh, as an experiment placed a pair of glasses on the floor to see how many uh, of, of the rest of the museum would react mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, thinking it's a new exhibit. Oh, yeah, for sure. And people reacted. They took photographs of just a pair of glasses lying on a wooden floor, yep. thinking it was some sort of creative piece of art. Yeah. They do that sort of thing all the time. You get some bloke who just, you know, paints a wall white uh, at the art gallery, uh, waiting to, uh, for a new picture to be put up, and next thing you know, there's people standing in front of it uh, <laughs> discussing with the curator of the museum the intricacies of the detail contained within the white. And do you remember in that movie, L.A. Story?, where they, yes, they did that yes. very same thing, and uh, he was talking about the the whimsical or the whimsical uh, covering across her breast and everything else, and he eventually became emotionally erect. And, and when uh, the camera pulled back, it was basically a white wall. Goodness me! <laughs> now the incident the incidents caused quite a stir. This is finishing on a good note. Oh, tonight. good. Okay. Ironically, mm -hmm. it's drawn even larger crowds to the gallery, eager to see the now notorious painting for themselves. Oh, that's nice. And they've used the media spectacle as an opportunity to explain the artist's intentions in positioning his tools along with the work itself. And there's now a sign there. Right. They're probably best. <laughs> Don't do it. Probably yes. best. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. Hope you've uh, found the News Grubs stories for this week interesting and has made you think, even though, of course, we're here not to ask you to think too much, but just that little tiny bit. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another in-depth look at stories from around the world. Don't, uh, don't forget to uh, tell your friends about uh, News Grubs uh, and subscribe to all the podcasts. And if you feel uh, a little bit generous, go to the website, newsgrubs.com, click on the uh, donate button up the top, and uh, we would gratefully uh, receive any kind of donation, whether it be 50 cents or um, maybe you're thinking you're a Hooters girl uh, and you want to get some spare money um, and give us, I don't know, $751 for four hours' work. We'd love to hear it. We'll see you all again next week. Say goodbye, everyone. See you later. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.